1: This next story is a heartbreaker and I speak, I think it doesn't just speak to the desperation of one woman trying to get help for mental health issues but I think it speaks to a bigger problem not just in Ontario but this country in general. It tells a story of a woman who posted signs all over Midtown Toronto asking, "Are you a psychiatrist or a psychologist? Do you need a housekeeper?" And she writes, and these were posted all over um holes in, in the neighborhood so people walking by could see. She says, I'm a housekeeper with over uh, 10 years experience, with years ex- of experience rather, willing to exchange housekeeping services for psychiatric care at the rate of $15 an hour. Now, the woman does not want her identity known out of fear that her current employer might actually find out, but she is university educated and she doesn't have full-time work. So therefore, she does not qualify for OHIP OHIP, because if she did, she would have access and payment, you know, to go towards some mental health services. Not all, but certainly some. And her story is one of thousands, I think, that go unheard in this province. You know, psychiatric care and getting access to a psychiatrist is hard in this province. There's a shortage of doctors. And there are huge, huge waiting lists. And in this woman's case... She had attempted suicide at one point, but even then the cost of treatment was simply too much. So I think like a lot of other people, she felt at some point that, you know, she might get better on her own, but then would end up falling through the cracks. But this is how she copes. And I don't think she's alone because we are failing those who have mental illness in this province. I mean, everyone talks about this. They put the big game, you know, let's talk about this stuff. But no one one is actually serious about a plan to deal with mental illness. I mean, one of the planks in Patrick Brown's People's Guarantee was $1.9 billion, with a B, dollars that would go to mental health spending, specifically to talk and deal with issues like maybe what this lady and many others uh, go through. But you've got to be pretty desperate if you're willing to post signs all over for the public to see, to try to get help. So let's bring Orin Amate into the conversation. Of course, he is a registered psychologist, and you can catch him at docamate.com. Hello there, sir. Hello, Alex. What's your reaction to seeing, um, you know, a person do this kind of thing? Is this uh, a cry out for help, or is this, uh, you know, is this someone who can actually get help like this?
0: Well, it is a cry out for help, and, uh, you know, we do technically, psychologists can barter services, not recommended but you know if someone decides that they want to see her for that they could although i would hope that in a situation like that they would see, you know see her pro bono uh you know just out of the goodness of their heart uh, i mean most psychologists will see a few patients like that um but it is it, it, it's it's, imbo- it's symbolic of as you were saying earlier how much we failed as a province and as a country uh you know the mental health issues
1: yeah, because the one big issue, certainly in the province of Ontario, is that if you've got a mental illness, and it depends on what you've got, so let's just put, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, let's put them right out of the picture, because that's a gargantuan issue that's also not right. being addressed. But if you've got a, a mental health issue, uh, and we're seeing it more and more where you've got young people who have a mental illness, whether it's schizophrenia, I mean, these people are getting checked into hospitals that are already packed, but they're not getting the services they need. It's just like a Band-Aid fix. Um to a situation that they can't actually get the help they need, and it's not getting better.
0: Right, and sadly, when you say they're getting uh, treated in hospitals, that's that's the best case scenario. Because unfortunately, many of them will end up in jail. Right, true. Health, right, so yeah, um, we need to invest the money. Every study shows that uh, mental health issues are the number one cause for uh, unemployment, underemployment. Uh, you know, work pro- lack of work productivity. Uh, so you know, we are saving money. If we invest the money in taking care of this issue, yet not one government has, you know, stepped up to the plate with the cash in hand.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned Patrick Brown; he's got a plank in his uh, People's Guarantee. That—that's the one plank that really stood out to me because it was 1.9 billion dollars matched, also by the federal government, uh, which I think could be a real kickstart to a, a serious, uh, you know, a serious plan in dealing with this of emptying the jails and emptying hospital beds of those who have mental illness.
0: Exactly. And the sad thing is, if someone tries, I mean, try it tonight, Um, just go to your phone book or, you know, 411 or whatever, and just type in psychiatrists uh, who are covered by OHIP and call the first 10 that you see. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll be very surprised if they, you know, even have a wait list. They're just in so much demand. uh, And most psychiatrists, they do not actually do psychotherapy. They just provide medication. And, you know, that's, medication is just part of the, the issue. You need coping skills. You need someone to talk to to help you with distorted thinking or whatever else might be impairing you. And we just do not have the services. And, you know, look, as a private psychologist, I'm available, uh, but my fees are expensive. I am covered by private insurance as are all psychologists. Uh, but the fact is not everybody can afford this. We need to do better.
1: Right. But it's not just about making it so that OHIP pays for the service. We don't have the doctors anyway. So does this mean that whomever comes in with a mental health plan has to go on a big hiring spree of, of, of psychologists and psychiatrists? Well, there are
0: lots of psychologists. I think we have enough psychologists uh, to take care of the issue. But um, the fact is hospitals, when they do cut back, psychologists cost more than, let say, social workers or nurses and other staff or OTs, occupational therapists, so there are more than enough psychologists available, but uh, the, the public first isn't hiring them. Uh, they cut them in schools as well, which, you know, you're, t- you're talking about children and mental health mm-hmm. issues. You know, a guidance counselor is not sufficient. No. You need a psychologist in the school to help children who are very vulnerable. So, yes, they're, they're available. We just have to hire them.
1: So what would the perfect strategy then for you? What, what is it that your community is saying needs to happen?
0: Well, we do have the Ontario Psychological Association, led by Dr. Sylvain Waugh. And he has taken great, or he's made great strides in speaking with the p- major players. And, um, you know, are they going to change the system so that it's what we call parity, meaning that any, uh, that, that psychological health services would be covered just like any other health services? Um, that's one step that they've been trying. Uh, the other would be to have like what's called, le- you know, it's like legal aid.
1: Yeah. And where every
0: psychologist, and we've had some, uh, some private members trying to do this, where they put up their own money and they said, look, I'm willing to put in this much you know, money or time, just like legal aid. So if every psychologist get devoted a few hours per week to helping people, I think we that would also, uh, you know, help out immensely.
1: Now, up until this point, I don't know if this woman has gotten her help, the help she needs. The last I read, uh, it had been a week since she put this posting up, and she had not had any responses, because I assume, in that most people would blow it off and be like, okay, whatever, that's just a crazy person. Um, but... You know, if someone were to to take her notice and actually reach out to help her, um, would they be helping her because they know that she's in crisis or uh, because they truly believe that if she can barter the cleaning service for their service, that they're okay? Like how 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 often does it happen that you can, you know, barter for for services? Because that that to me is like further degrading. I mean, we should just not have that if we have to rely on the public health care.
0: Right. Uh, You know, and again, the bartering we technically were allowed to do uh, normally would be, for example, if you're in a small town, the person doesn't have the money and they can provide some type of service. That seems like, you know, that it seems like an equitable exchange uh, rather than, as you say, degrading. So it's not the norm, obviously. And one more thing I should say that, you know, that we do have private insurance. And I think that companies should pony up more uh, with, with that as well. That would take care of many or it would help take care of many people. Uh, and again, there are always the thing that people have to understand is there's always these programs and, like for example, employee assistance program (EAPs) where you think, "Wow, I'm i empl- I'm working at this company and I can call up this number and I can get help." The problem is it's like three to five sessions, sure, and then they say, "Now you're on your own." So, again, all of these things are Band-Aid. There's no long-term solution. Mm -hmm. That's what's missing.
1: And the other thing is, if you're in real crisis and you need help, the last thing, you know, you want to go up against is, you know, regulations and and you have to go through 20 channels. And, I mean, if it becomes too difficult for someone to seek that help, they aren't going to get that help. They're just going to give up.
0: Right. And so, you know, people have said this uh, when you talk about crisis, and I've heard doctors saying this, if you want to see a psychiatrist right away or a psychologist right away, Check into your, you know, your local ER. Make some kind of threat to yourself or to others. Yeah. A, you're clogging up the system. Sure. B, uh, it's not a pleasant ride when you go in in the ER. It's really it, it it's, it's sometimes counterproductive. Um, you know, so this is not the way to go about doing it. So again, and, that, and that's just that's a few people trying to game the system to get help. Sooner, rather than saying, "Hey, we have a system in place that will help the people who need it."
1: Yeah, we do a lot of talk, but there's very little action to match those words. That's why. That's why when Warren, that's why I get so angry. Want to hear about all the waste, all that money that could go to helping someone like this instead of having them beg? That's what gets gets me so mad.
0: And that's absolutely true. You know, there, there's so much bureaucracy, red tape, waste, um, and and we're not doing a good job in uh, of addressing that. And again, no politician except for Patrick Brown. Apparently, look what happened to him, Yeah, right? No politician has stepped up and said, I'm willing to invest the money. Because again, I, what drives me crazy is that I just look at the numbers and we do know mm-hmm. investing a dollar will save you, like, you know, t- different studies say different things, $3, $7, what have you. So there is a return for the money invested. 100%. To understand that.
1: 100%. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you, Alex. That's uh, Dr. Orn Amitay speaking up.